You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, sometimes you have a show planned and you have to pivot. (laughs) Welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like, and maybe you didn't stay up late enough to see what you liked and didn't like. But I'll tell you about that with the Academy Awards with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Also, the Final Four is set, and we love those Cinderella stories until we get to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and then we go, okay, nice story. Now let the big boys come in and play And we have four Blue Bloods playing for the national championship. As we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Your phone calls are always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll check in with Jay Billis. He'll join us recapping what we've seen so far in the tournament and also try to handicap what's going to happen in the Final Four. This program brought to you by M-Drive Start. Jumpstart your morning with M-Drive Start. Convenient protein powder for driven men that gives you the energy and nutrition to keep up with your busy day. You can find it at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. Get mdrive. Everybody's here except for Todd. Todd's uh, joining us via Zoom. Had some traffic issues this morning, but uh, Todd will be with us throughout the program. Seton O'Connor with the honors of the poll question. Do you want to uh, do the honors right now? You want to dive right in? or? Sure. Yep. All right. Um, more impressive. Will Smith slap or Chris Rock standing there taking it? Mm. Oh, oh, OK. Well, let me let me play the moment here <laughs> in case you didn't stay up to watch this. Chris Rock was doing what Chris Rock does. He was on the Oscars and uh, making some jokes, made a offhanded comment about Chris Rock or Chris Rock made it a, a, about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett. And uh, she has a condition where she's lost her hair, alopecia. And uh, Chris uh, made a joke about it. Uh, maybe it was uh, she was in a role for G.I. Jane 2, which is not a good joke. And uh, this is how it played out. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Oh. Smack the shit out of me. Get my name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was the greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay, there are a couple things going on here. First of all, Will Smith starts laughing at the G.I. Jane 2 joke. Now, he's in the front row next to Jada Pinkett, his wife. Then he looks over to her. She's not laughing. Then he decides that he's going to defend her honor and go up there. And there's no security there to block him. I think it's, it's a bit. I think it's part of a skit. Like, okay, he's up there. He's up for an Academy Award. And maybe they're going to have a little bit of fun up there. And even when he smacks him, I'm thinking, that... That can't be part of the skit, can it? Because it sounded loud. And then all of a sudden, you know, when they hit the uh, mute button, you know, something's being said. And then I realized this isn't a skit. And Chris Rock has a moment 
where he's ready to say something about Will Smith, that will really be personal. You can hear he goes, man, I could. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. But you have to, you, you know, the thing I'll give credit to Chris Rock is, A, he took the punch or took the smack and then had the wherewithal to not make this personal because he still had a best documentary to hand out. But, and then you realize that Will Smith, moments later, is going to win the best actor. But going to, when they go to commercial break, I mean, that's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to hear. Does Chris Rockness make a beeline off stage? Does he do a drive-by with Will Smith? Yeah, Paulie. They come back from commercial break, and you're just dying to know what's going on next. And there's Will Smith sitting there as if the past four minutes of our lives just didn't happen. They go on to the next category. He's laughing at jokes. They're showing him there. Everything's moved out with the show. And then they tease the best actor category. And you're like, oh, he might be up on stage in 10 minutes. Yeah. And he was. (laughs) And he got up on stage and got best actor. That might have been the best acting he did. (laughs) Acting like he was really upset for his wife. He's laughing, all of a sudden looks over, she's not laughing. Now, Chris Rock has had some jokes at her expense previously, but that's what Chris Rock does. It's a joke, not even a good joke. Like, if you're going to get smacked, get smacked over a good joke. That's not even a good joke. And I understand Will Smith defending his wife, maybe in a different setting. You know, after party, pull him aside, just say, look, you know, let's be grown men. Let's be professionals. Don't say those things about my wife. Yes, Eden. Eden, not only did Will Smith get up there and smack the crap out of uh, Chris Rock, as he said, then 15 minutes later, he gets up there. He accepts the award for best actor and is talking about, I'm like, I'm a vessel for love and I'm doing God's, God's will Lord. by calling me to just love people. And Hollywood, after watching him <laughs> smack this dude, gave him a standing ovation. Oh, they gave him a standing ovation after that. Could you imagine if it was somebody else who was delivering that joke? Would Will Smith have gotten up? If Jason Momoa has a <laughs> joke like that. No chance. Yeah, is, is Will getting up there going, yeah. Jason, can you lower your head here so I can smack you? I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, Chris Rock had some things to say about Jada Pinkett before. But, boy, I'd love to know what that next joke was going to be. Because it, it looked like he was going to... He was going to deliver a knockout punch himself. I think we all kind of know what the joke was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yes. Yes, Paulie. I, if I'm Chris Rock and Chris is wicked smart, I don't say one word publicly about this. Go on no shows. Do nothing. Announce two months from now your new Netflix special mm-hmm. and do some writing. And Netflix will pay you probably $25 million for one night's work. And we'll all tune in and you'll make $25 million off this night. Yeah. I could see Chris Rock pulling off something like that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, are you going to have a special that's based off of this? Because I guess that's where you start. But um, now it was just one of those moments where in Leave it to Hollywood, they can't they can't write something better than this. It's like La La Land. Like you couldn't write it. And you have all these brilliant writers. La La Moonlight. <laughs> and then you're watching this going, OK. If this is part of, you know, the night and a skit, man, Rock took one for the team. No, he's really mad. Damn, three-piece. Yes, Todd. Was he still in character as Richard Williams? Give him a backhand slap? Mm. 
little tennis reference. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. We'll get there. We'll get there. Welcome to the program. Already in progress. Yes. Yes, Seton. Uh, So that poll question option was more impressive. This one's more concerning. Okay. Will Smith thinking that walking on stage and slapping someone is okay. (laughs) Or Chris Rock thinking that a G.I. Jane joke is relevant in 2022. (laughs) Because that I'm actually more concerned about his, uh, you know, comedic barometer right now that a G.I. Jane reference is relevant. And how many people got that joke to begin with? Like you, 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 there are certain comedians that they get the laugh, no matter what they say, it's funny. It's just certain ones. And, and a lot of times they're not, you know, great jokes, but because they say it, you laugh. And that was a moment where you go, all right, it's Chris Rock. And then people are going to laugh kind of a gratuitous laugh there. But I, I get where, where Will Smith was coming from. That if this had built up with his wife, you still can't go on stage. You can't smack somebody. Can't be open season on doing this. But it was a lame joke. Yes, Paul. Can you imagine Rick, Ricky Gervais, the comedian, thinking all the stuff I said over all those oh years my God. and no one came up on stage? <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. not something we want to encourage. No, no, no. It is so big, this story. I mean, it's, it's, you're trying to wrap your head around it. You're trying to go, what just happened? I text Sandler. Sandler's in Paris. I said, dude, what happened to Chris Rock? He goes, weird, huh? Weird. I said, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. He- I'll steer it back to sports here. Oh, okay. Uh, better slap, Will Smith, Juwan Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Both very impressive. I think too soon. I think Is that too, too soon? Too, too soon. Well, you know, Will Smith's not going to be suspended for the rest of the regular season, <laughs> by the way. What, what if the Big Ten announces that Will Smith's not allowed to coach Michigan? <laughs> He's been sus- no, they just say Will Smith's been suspended. Um 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. All right, uh, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, Kansas, go to the Final Four. We say goodbye to the great story, the St. Peter's Peacocks. Overtime rule is in play at the NFL owners' meeting, so I'll talk about that in a moment. We'll come up with our poll question, got a play of the day, stat of the day. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend as well. I've said this on numerous occasions, usually every year at this time. We start the NCAA tournament and we go, boy, the brackets are wide open. Anyone could win. And to a certain extent, that is the case. St. Peter's and Miami both made it all the way to the Elite Eight. But then after all the madness, you have four blue bloods staying. You got Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Villanova. So some of the nation's most accomplished programs. And I went back, did a little research. Over the last 40 years, these four schools have combined for 15 national titles. So that's not exactly balanced. Every year we see great runs. Every year there's a basketball powerhouse that comes out on top. Butler almost went against the uh, script. March is an exciting time. Everyone can be beat. But here's the difference between a smaller school, a lesser known school, a school that may not be in a bigger conference. It's really hard to win six consecutive games. Really hard for a team, a Cinderella story, to win that many games. So when you look back at your busted bracket, try to remember the tournament history for the next season. And for a better shot in your bracket, it might be a good idea to go with the Blue Bloods. Overtime rule is being discussed at the NFL owners' meetings. 
And there are a couple of different options on the table. I'll talk about that when we come back from our commercial break. Jay Billis will join us a little bit later on. We'll give you our uh, final, uh, our best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Seton, let's uh, come up with a poll question we're going with. You want to do something Final Four related? Who's your favorite? What's the other one with Chris Rock and... <laughs> well, we've got Will one Smith. here. Uh, where uh, This one's by Marvin, actually, submitted a poll question, oh. which was great. Oh. Uh, where will Will Smith do his first interview to address last night's incident? Good Morning America, The Today Show, CBS Mornings, or Red Table Talk, which is Jada Pinkett Smith's Ooh, yeah. show. Oh, I'd hold off and give it... You know she's going to say, hey, do not do an interview. Let's take it to the Red Table. Yes. <laughs> There's only one place to solve yes, this, Will. Yes. Let's take it to the red table. <laughs> yes, Marvin. <laughs> because the last time Will and Jada sat at that oh, red table, yeah. things went so well. Oh, 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 oh. This will be easy compared yeah. to that. This is a, a smack in the face. Yeah. I've been smacked in the face before. Yeah. yeah. He smacked the wrong dude in the face. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what Chris Rock was thinking. That was the line that Chris Rock was probably thinking. Dude. You should have been smacking somebody yeah. else, not me. This makes you want to smack someone, the G.I.J. line? <laughs> you had somebody who had a relationship with your wife, but you want to smack me? Oh, God. I told you. you anywho. <laughs> anywho. You, you start the show, or at least you think you're going to start the show, and you go, nope, not going to be talking about that right now. How do the Lakers blow a 23-point lead? <laughs> ah, never mind. <laughs> Let's talk about LeBron's ankle. Yeah. Uh, yes, Todd. Could we do rock headlines or a little too sensitive a subject? Uh, you know, how about you run them by Paulie first? Look, I haven't written anything yet, but because I wanted to see where we stood on uh, poking fun at that incident. See, he's going rock headlines, not mock headlines. No, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know what? Write them and then, you know, I know it's therapeutic for you. You had a long morning travel-wise. There are icy conditions. You had to turn turn around go home. But Seton made it basically the same trip that you take. Exactly. I'm just saying that Seton didn't make it in. I'm aware of that. Yeah. He's driving a car with two-wheel drive. And he somehow made it in. That was a fail by me. Okay. All right, let's take a break. (laughs) What a a great show. We'll take a break. We'll uh, have our phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend, all of that good stuff. I don't know where we're going, but we're started. Dan Patrick Show. M Drive Start, that's where we're starting. My daily dose of protein and nutrition that helps me stay on top of my day. Packed with seven clinically tested ingredients, six premium proteins, boost energy. In fact, I got my smoothie right here. If you're uh, noticing the M-Drive cup that I have here, and I got the ingredients in here, I got a a fruit smoothie ready to go. MDriveDan.com. Get it delivered right to your door. They offer free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Time to focus on your health. Stay on top of your busy days. And I always call it, or I've been calling it, it's the new New Year's resolution. If you've already screwed up the first one, this one, very simple for you guys. Just a scoop each morning, and you start your day, you're going to get energy, strength, and drive that you need to get more done every single day. Don't let age beat you. Go to mdrivedan.com, get it delivered right to your home, free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Don't let age beat you. 
Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This award-nominated program brought to you by Mercedes. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now is for you to drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Stat of the day on the program brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This year's Final Four will have the second, third, fourth, and seventh most wins in NCAA uh, tournament history. North Carolina's number two, Duke is three, uh, Kansas four, and Villanova is seven. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. There's always magic in the tournament. There's always a team, a player that stands out. And certainly it was St. Peter's and their coach, uh, who is probably going to be taking the Seton Hall job as early as today. Shaheen Holloway had this to say about the tournament run. What are you going to remember the most about the last few weeks here? You know, that a group of guys came in here, no one gave a chance to, no one believed in, but the people in our locker room and the people on, you know, that that's, that's in our program and, and, and made history. You know, they, they shocked the world. They, you know, you got guys that's going to be remembered for things that they could tell their kids and grandkids and like it's, it's a story within the story. So I'm super proud of these guys. So they came in and, and, and made history. St. Peter's did it, point blank, period. And I'm going to end it on that. St. Peter's made to the Elite Eight. Great story. You guys should write a lot about it. Yeah. Shaheen Holloway, the head coach, who's probably going to go and head, be the head coach at his alma mater, Seton Hall. And this is what happens. You make a tournament run. We see this in all different sports. Never be hotter than this. He did a great job with those kids. And here you go. Florida Gulf Coast. Remember that? Andy Enfield, you got to go. Went to USC. Shaheen Holloway is probably going to go to Seton Hall, probably as early as today. All righty, we'll get some phone calls here, and we'll settle on a poll question. How happy is CBS and TNT that you got Duke in North Carolina? And I thought, if you just got Duke, you'd be thrilled. Now you got Duke in North Carolina, prime time. I'm going to guess Kansas and Villanova. Villanova is the opener. You'd be right, okay, Dan. Okay, that's what I thought. 6.09 p.m. Eastern on TBS, yeah. Villanova, Kansas. Then 8.49 p.m. Eastern, North Carolina, Duke on TBS. Not on CBS. They, I looked it up. They're trying to keep the CBS evening lineup as mm. is mm-hmm. and okay. send everybody to TBS. Okay. Yes, Marvin. All right, so over under 100 how many former Duke and North Carolina players are going to be at this game? Like, it's Duke Carolina in the Final Four. Coach K's last Final Four, all that goes into mm-hmm. it. I don't know. Those Duke players may think we didn't do well the last time we were all together at Cameron Indoor. Coach K might say, uh, don't, don't come. You guys didn't do a good job last time. Tell Eric Meeks and, <laughs> and Allah Abdul Nabi to stay at home, okay? It's not, Demar- a, not actual audio. You know. Oh, that's not? Oh. <laughs> Demarcus Nelson won't be there. Uh, but that's, that's great. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned this at the time. I don't know if my, black, uh, my uh, bracket reflected this. But, you know, when I watched North Carolina Duke at Cameron Indoor, the last home game for Coach K, I went, 
I think people miss the bigger headline is North Carolina looks really good. And that's a grown-ass team. Those, they got grown men there. And I thought, everybody's focusing on Duke. How can you lose at home? And I went, North Carolina nearly put up 100 on Duke at home. Shouldn't we focus a little bit on them? Yeah, Pauling? Number five, Armando Bacot for UNC. He looks like a, a five-year NBA vet. He, I think he's listed 6'10", 240. But he plays that inside, banging. Get, he got 22 rebounds. When was the last time you saw that in a college game? Yes, yeah, he... It's weird, though, because I felt like St. Peter's, even though they got blown out, they played them really well. They just couldn't hit any shots. I mean, how many layups can you miss in a game? It turns out all of them. And they just <laughs> they just got they just got that unlucky. Yeah. You know, that first half was just killer because the second half they played real well. And when you're playing teams like this, like let's say you're playing a team in your own conference and you do that against Ryder. Well, you have a chance to still stay in the game. North Carolina, you're not getting those chances. Those teams that are that good and – Playing a night-in, night-out difficult schedule, they put you away. All right, the NFL overtime proposals. This is what's going on this week. The Indianapolis Colts and Eagles have proposed that both teams be allowed at least one uh, possession in overtime. All right, then uh, the Titans proposal calls for both teams to get at least one possession until the team... That opens overtime with the ball scores a touchdown, then converts a two-point attempt. To have a rule change, 24 of the 32 teams need to approve the rule. The last time overtime rules were changed was in 2017. As I gave you a heads up a couple of weeks ago, somebody involved in this said that, and I gave my scenario, and he echoed that. He said he thinks that that's what's going to pass. If they change overtime, it'll be you get the ball, then they get the ball, and then if you're tied after that, whoever scores next, even a field goal, then you win. But this, because of what happened with the Chiefs and the Bills, with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, where people felt, how can you not give Josh Allen a chance with the ball in overtime? And I think that's what's led us to it. And a lot of rule changes happen because something happens where we demand change. And I think that's what's going to happen here is you're going to have both teams get a chance and there is the possibility of a two-point conversion, but you get that chance, but it's going to be that way both quarterbacks get an opportunity in overtime. Then after that, whatever happens, let's say you come down, you kick a field goal, we come down, we kick a field goal. Next person who scores, they end up winning. But uh, 24 of the 32 teams need to approve the rule. A couple of phone calls in here. Jeff in Florida leads us off. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Uh, DP six three two zero seven. Got a best investor of the weekend. Uh, my first best is uh, F one race in Saudi. Great battle between Ferrari and Red Bull. Red Bull bouncing back, getting their uh, first win of the season. And then Bester is. I know how you love to hear about how our brackets are doing. Oh yes. Um, yeah, got perfect uh, final four in the DP show bracket challenge and vaulted up to. Uh, fourth in the standing so very pleased about that all right well good job with that by the way tim richardson has all four final four teams picked in the celebrity bracket he's leading everybody with 91 points ross tucker is tops with the celebrity bracket kelly slater who was at the academy awards last night is second with 73 points Ed Orgeron, who you've come to expect as being a great college basketball analyst, 64 points. 
John Daly is fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth. Kevin James, sixth. And then Justin Herbert of the Chargers, who has Villanova winning it all. And uh, Brady Quinn is also in there as well. You know, you stay with the Blue Bloods when you get to the Final Four. That's why you see a lot of times where people go, uh, I'm going to take three number one seeds. And then you might take an outlier there. Uh, Sean in Oregon's back. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. Um, I'm going to have to go with the worst first. And uh, how about those Houston Cougars and the three-point shooting? I hear you talk about shooting all the time. Yeah. And what are the, what are the odds going one for 25%? If those kids would have shot even 15%, they might have won that game. It, that was a heartbreaker for them. I really felt bad for those kids. Nothing to take away from Villanova, but I think Houston, if they played that game, I think they will. Um, and the best, I'm going to have to go with Coach K and Duke uh, doing their thing and getting it done. And, you know, this, this year, you know, everything's laid out for the devil's taking this year. You guys have a great day. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. You know, sometimes I wonder a team taking all those three-pointers, and you're not making your three-pointers. Now, it's different if a professional is taking three-pointers. Because let's say, throw out a name, uh, great shooter or a really good shooter, and they're struggling, like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they're going to get it back. I can't count on kids trying to do that in March Madness, where you start to miss, you missed, I missed, and then you start thinking about missing. Great shooters do not think about missing. But these are kids playing in a big that, – that's why I, I wanted to have Kelvin Sampson say, you know what, get, the, get to the hoop, get a layup, get a mid-range jumper. We just – we buy into that three-point shot, and there are a lot of kids who should not be taking those three-point shots. Uh, Michael in Syracuse. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, Mike. Hey, DP, how you doing, buddy? Good, good sir. What's on your mind? Not much. I just want to give uh, Baston, uh, so I just got one best of the weekend. I uh, hit a four-team parlay on that, uh, you know, by calling all the final four teams. Okay. And I uh, just want a quick question for you. Um, you know, with, you know, all these great coaches, Sasaki, Dwight Williams, I'm a big Syracuse basketball fan, but not the biggest Jim Boeheim fan. Um, he only has one national championship, and he uh, has over a thousand wins. I just that one championship he won was only because Carmelo Anthony came. Carmelo Anthony could have went to the NBA, decided to stay. I want to know if you would still consider Jim Beheim one of the greatest coaches if he never won a national championship and then had all those thousand wins. Well, I think he's been a great coach. I think he's been relevant for forty years. And, you know, who are you getting to go to Syracuse? How many stars has he gotten to Syracuse? We got Mello for one year. I mean, back in the day, got Derek Coleman, Billy Owens. You know, but I can also say, well, if he recruited better, then he might get those players. It's a wonderful atmosphere there. Great atmosphere to watch a game. But it's hard to get one national title. Now, you might go, well, let's look at the number of titles and the number of wins. Okay. But for somebody to stay relevant and not move around, I admire that. And he's 
I think he's done a great job. And I do like Jim. And I like his, his wife. But, you know, it's one of those you're going to go, oh, man, you know, we miss Jim Beheim. After he leaves, then you'll probably miss him. And I always thought that, okay, he didn't win. You know, he lost the game against Indiana, national title game. It was like, you know, he needed that one win. It's like Matthew Stafford. You got to have that one win. Now nobody's going to say anything. But I, I have great admiration for a coach who stays and buys in, literally buys into the, the community and the school. And I give Jim a lot of credit for doing that. Uh, Todd in North Carolina. Hi, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Good, Todd. I, I had my uh, best of the weekend Tar Heels locked and loaded last night until Will Smith went all Jawan <laughs> Howard on Chris Rock. Yeah. My question is, if you watch the video, he's laughing and smiling when Chris starts the jokes and then jokes about Jada, and Jada doesn't look too particularly happy, so Will goes from laughing about the joke to getting up and smacking him. And I'm just wondering, you know, what led, what you think may have led to him changing his tone. Oh, he changed his tone when he looked at his wife. She that said, was it. William, are you going to handle this? <laughs> William. Ooh. Get up, William. No, no, no. She called me William. <laughs> uh, I got to get up there. <laughs> laughing. Because I think it's part of the skit. And I think maybe he goes on stage and he, like, does that fake lunge towards him and then gets down off the stage. So when his back's to us and I'm going, all right, all right, I'll, all right, I'll, let me see. Whoa, damn, I could hear it. And I went, that wasn't one of those pull your punches. And then I thought maybe, you know, this was, he was recreating a scene of Ali when he was up there. Yeah, Paul. Or a promo for a concussion too. Remember Will Smith oh, yes. was in that movie concussion. That's true. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah, I was, I was just, I thought, okay. And then when Jada wasn't laughing, and then I thought, well, he's not going to get up there and make a scene. He's making a scene. Well, he's not going to hit him. He just hit him. And I'm going, and then I said, well, he's got to win the best actor award. He has to, because then I want to see what he says when he gets up there. I just want to spread light and peace throughout the world. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I am a vessel <laughs> for love, and I'm doing God's work. And he actually said all of that stuff. <laughs> like, that's where you're going, Will. <laughs> Will, do you know what just happened? You guys got any, like, you've lost all touch in reality at this point. Just about everybody <laughs> in that room except for Chris Rock is living in some <laughs> fantasy land. I'm a vessel. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then yes. he gets a standing yes. ovation. Yes. Yeah. You will. You. Yes, you. You will. Yes. Yeah, Paul. And the fascinating thing is, what do you got to do to get kicked out of the Academy Awards? Like, they just, there was another hour of show left. It wasn't like this is the last minute, last scene. He's just sitting there laughing at the next. Amy Schumer comes out, the comedian, and she was coming out for certain skits. She wasn't out there the whole time hosting. And she comes out, she goes, I've been back in makeup and hair for a little bit. Did I miss anything? There's a different tone in the room. It feels different. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You know, we had the Kanye moment when he uh, stepped up there when Taylor Swift was getting the award and he just grabbed the microphone. I mean, that was awkward. Like, you would think maybe at the People's Choice Award, Will Smith would get up there and, and smack him, you know, whatever. But the Academy Awards and... This is the biggest night of your life. And nobody's going to be talking about him win the Academy Award. 
It'd be like, oh, he did? Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, You know, this wasn't Jake Paul and Carrot Top, you know, where Jake Paul's going to go up there at the People's Choice Award. By the way, I might take Carrot Top against Jake Paul. He's jacked. Yeah, he is. He's jacked. Um, All right, let's take a break. We got more phone calls coming up. We're going to play a game next. Who is on Hard Knocks? And Fritzy has his mock headlines dealing with last night. You, Paul, you have to approve these. I actually am going to. I need a minute. Okay, because he just sent these. Fritzy has mock headlines on what Rock happened. headlines. Rock headlines. All right, thank you, Todd. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Play of the days next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Oh my God. The play. The play's home play. Of the day. Check this out. Wilson grabs the rebound to Abaji. Left corner three. Got it. Scramble mode activated. Abaji with the three. And it's the scramble O getting the better of the scramble D. Jayhawks outscored Miami 47-15 in the second half. Largest second half margin in any NCAA tournament game after the first round. That's courtesy of Westwood One. That is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by real credit card questions require real people. Somebody who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, we're going to play a game. And then we have Todd's mock Chris Rock headlines. David Spade just tweeted, a G.I. Jane joke? (laughs) Question mark. Yes. See, you can't get smacked over a G.I. Jane joke. Now, if you said something about Jada and uh, maybe a, a relationship that she had, or maybe, does anybody think Chris Rock came off bad last night? Oh, Pauline? I, I don't, actually. I oh, don't okay. at all. But if, if Will Smith just sits there and gives him a glare, Chris Rock looks kind of like, oh, you made a joke. You may not have known about her condition. It, it would have been like Chris Rock would have taken a little heat. But otherwise, no. I wish Will Smith had gotten up there and faked like he was going to smack him. But in that moment, I don't think uh, Will was working this out, you know, in the uh, 20 seconds he had to think about it. Because he did. Where was security, by the way? Like, at what point do you say, hey, you're not famous enough to go on stage? Oh, what level of actor? Unless your name is called to go on stage. Yeah, there's no security there. And you just go, uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to head up here. I don't like what you said. 
Was there security up there with the celebrities? But if if it's Will Smith at the Oscars, of I course you're going to let him on stage. I know, but but where do you draw the line? Where you go? Nope, Jessica Chastain, you're not walking up there. Oh, she's a winner. She yeah. could, she could go up there. Yeah. Yes, Marv. So Wilmer Valderrama yes. isn't getting up there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Wilmer Valderrama. He's All not right. comfortably going back to his seat after smacking Chris Rock. I don't think I don't think he would be allowed on stage. I'm going to guess, but that's a good call there. All right, what's the game we're going to play, Seton? <laughs> Who is on Hard Knocks this year? Oh. So there are rules about who's allowed to be on Hard Knocks and who isn't. Um, we can get to that in a minute. But who would you want to see on Hard Knocks? Of any team. Of any team. There's been a lot of interesting Man. stories this year. Okay. Start with the Browns. You go to Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and all that. No, I'm 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 Packered out. The Buccaneers yeah. would be fun. No, no. I'm I'm Buccaneered out. The Browns, I guess, would be interesting because of Deshaun Watson. But Chiefs? I don't. Chiefs? No. How about the Steelers? Mm, nah. How about Denver with Russell Wilson Jr. the third? Okay, that's fun. How about the Raiders? Devontae Adams. Hmm. Well, normally you don't get the big names on Hard Knocks. Well, so that's part of the reason. So they have these rules, right, that sort of uh, funnel out or filter out who's allowed to be in it and who isn't, right? So teams uh, that will the, these rules make sure you won't be forced into doing it. Teams with a first-year head coach, teams who have made the playoffs in at least one of the past two years, and teams who have been on hard knocks in the past ten years. So that only leaves three teams available. Oh, well, give us the three teams then for playing a game. The Detroit Lions, the New York Jets, or the Carolina Panthers. Ugh. Is there another? Ugh. How about we don't have hard knocks this year? Dang. Okay, the Jets, Carolina, and Detroit. All right, I like Dan Campbell. He's good TV. Is that enough? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going Detroit Lions. Yeah, you better hope that that's enough because that's your Detroit Lions, Dan. <laughs> No, Why those not? are those are Jeff in Detroit. <laughs> can Detroit sign Baker Mayfield? That just for hard knocks. Can you loan him out if you're the Cleveland Browns? All right, uh, and I'm going to talk about Deshaun Watson, the press conference, and uh, we talked about it on Friday that you have a Friday press conference, so it sort of goes away over the weekend with March Madness. Deshaun Watson did answer questions. We'll talk about some of those answers and his contract as well, because I have an interesting comparison with Deshaun Watson, what he's going to get paid next year, and what Aaron Rodgers is going to get paid next year that might surprise you. All righty, mock headlines. It's never too soon on this program to make fun of somebody. Todd, your mock Chris Rock headlines. Let's do it. Okay. Swing Richard. Is that a King Richard? Rock in a hard place. Okay. Was in concussion film, almost gave Chris one. Okay. Thought he was just bad boy in the movies. Okay. You're not really Ali. Don't be swinging at people. Okay. Academy Awards, a smash hit. All right. That one's a little better. Last two, Oscars the Grouch, garbage move by Will. Okay. G.I. Pain. That looked like it hurt. Okay. All right. There you go. Right. Rock headlines. Got it. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Yeah. How do you feel about those? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought they were okay. I didn't think they were great, but I thought they were worth sharing on the air. Hmm. Okay. You don't seem to think so. Well, what's lamer? G.I. Jane joke or mock headlines? Oh. All of those mock headlines. <laughs> Push. <laughs> Oscars the Grouch? No? Yeah. Yes, G.I. Payne? Yeah, no, I got it. Who had a worse performance? Will Smith. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. 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 Swing Richard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd rather be Chris Rock today than. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose more. Thank you, Todd. Uh, yeah. Dustin in Cincinnati. Hi, Dustin. Hey, Dan. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend, just the NCAA tournament overall. Worst of the weekend. I need the I team to investigate the theft of one Jimmy Jimerson. Oh. What happened? Uh,. The Simone Biles Powerade commercial, the the when they're doing the press conference, is that Jimmy Jimerson in the front row? Did they steal that? I'd have to look at it. I don't remember seeing it, but we'll get some of our best people on that. Somebody is imitating our Jimmy Jimerson, who imitates some reporters. Simone, uh, talk about how important Powerade <laughs> is to you. <laughs> oh, I have to hold a seminar. I have to hold a seminar. Just don't say talk about. Simone, talk about how difficult <laughs> the Olympics were for you. Talk about is not a question. Like, just say anything about yeah. something. Can yes. you just say anything yeah. about the game today? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I don't have a question. Can you talk for a while? <laughs> just talk for a while. Can you talk about the team's performance today? Yeah. Or let me ask a question, answer a question, then ask a question. And then it's usually a, can be answered with a yes or no. Yes, Paul. Bill Belichick is at uh, the owners' meetings, and he had some media availability. It was mandatory. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was asked about, um, you know, you have some different coaches this year, uh, different offensive systems. Josh McDaniels gone. Who's going to call the plays? And he goes, we don't have to call plays until September. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you then say, who's calling plays in September? It's already over. He's yeah, no. already addressed it. Already addressed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mid-season form in March. I don't know why I've been working on my Coach K impersonation. I, I, I guess it's timely. I've been, I've been trying it out since the North Carolina loss. You're only going to be able to use it for another week, you know. I know. I know. Stop. Stop. Quiet. <laughs> well, we're still doing Andrew Luck impersonation. Paulie says it's not good anymore. He, he doesn't provide enough content. When he's taking, he's in the PTA meetings and in, in the you know, drop-off line, he's not giving me any content. Yeah. Yes. There's a great question okay. from uh, Twitter. Okay. Would Will Smith have been able to make it to the stage after the Eagles won the Super Bowl? It's possible. Remember mm. uh, uh, Kevin Hart trying to get up there and they wouldn't let him go? Oh, I know. Will Smith is like, yeah, get up there, Independence Day. Let's go. And he was, Kevin Hart was liquored up. Yeah. Imagine I'm on the on the stage handing out the trophy and I can hear Kevin Hart and I'm thinking that can't be Kevin Hart. He was yelling that loud. <laughs> I'm Kevin Hart. Put me up there. I'm Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm going that can't be Kevin Hart. I'll be damned it is. 1 hour in the books, two more to go. Jay Billis will join us coming up. One more item, we close out hour one. You get the biggest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the exclusive trading card partner of the NBA. Panini America utilizes iconic brands to deliver instant classic trading cards to the most popular players. You get Giannis, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, and so many more. 
You get autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. So there is something for everyone in Panini America Packs. And it's more than just the NBA. Panini is the exclusive home for NFL, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. Also, don't forget about Panini's exclusive athletes like Ja Morant, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, only from Panini Authentic. So you can collect all your favorite players and your favorite rookies. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. See who's trending and get the latest galleries straight into your inbox. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading card to the Dan Patrick Show.